Hi, I'm Rachel Smith, and this is my podcast on the Columbine Massacre, Rush to Healing, PTSD, and How School Shootings Impact Communities. Now let's get into it. On April 20th, 1999, a pin in the world dropped. 15 people dead at Columbine High School from two teenage boys leaves everyone worried about what's going to happen next. How did the Columbine massacre impact the survivors after? Survivor Heather Martin, now 38, was a senior at Columbine in 1999. She says she feels helpless when watching another school shooting unfold. From Business Insider, quote, As a survivor, that helps feeling is amplified. Martin told Business Insider in 2018, You know what they're not in for and you know the event. While horrible and traumatic is only the beginning. They are left scarred and hopeless, wondering what is going to come in the future, worried about their safety and everyone around them. As this tragic event occurred, the students of Columbine High School lived with PTSD, depression, and anxiety, seeing what they saw, hearing what they did on that day. As I read more in detail of these survivors, they are saying there was a lot of triggers that went on this day. A fire alarm was a big trigger for a majority of these students, as seen in Business Outsider. Quote, I started crying. I didn't even understand why I was crying. End quote, she said. Quote, I didn't even know what the word trigger meant at that point. End quote. The gunshots they lived day to day scared that something like that could happen again. Heather Martin is a big example of how the Columbine impacted survivors. She was helpless and traumatized, even though not wounded. She experiences something no one has to go through. Martin was a brave soul. She is getting through and above the tragic event. Martin, after going through this experience twice, Martin decided it was time to make a change. From ABC News, quote, The 2007 mass shooting at Virginia Tech, which killed 32 people and wounded 17 others, brought on debating anxiety attacks for Martin. Then, in the wake of 2012 Aurora Theater shooting, which killed 12 people and injured 70 others, Martin took action. She started a survivors group called the Rebels Project, named for Columbine's school mascot. The Rebels Project was about 600 members today and has grown through word of mouth but membership has also increased as a mass shootings happen every year. This showing us as a survivor, she was going to make a stand and make a difference so that no one would have to deal with the PTSD and trauma for the rest of their lives. This leads us into the story of a brave survivor, Evan Todd. The story of survivor Evan Todd. Evan Todd was the first student wounded in the library at Columbine and the last student to speak to the killers before their rampage ended. Todd was hiding behind a librarian's chair when the shooting started. He was the first kid hit. Todd came from a whole different perspective of the situation. From Kunk, quote, Evan Todd still has sharp memories of April 20th, 1999. 
as a sophomore at Columbine High School. He was in the library with his friends on that cool, sunny morning, attempting to write a paper, but was just really goofing off, throwing around wads of paper. In an instant, everything has changed. Todd described an explosion, smoke, and then pops of gunfire echoing through the hallways. He felt a rush of adrenaline as panic set in around him, end quote. Todd said he felt like his heart dropped and nothing else mattered at that moment except for surviving. When the boys came up to Todd, he knew that was the end of his life and he was scared straight. Piece by piece slowly came together for Todd. He realized these boys were killing their victims execution style. The boys came up to Todd with their fully loaded guns but did not shoot him. Todd was relieved, but still scared for his life. After the fact, Todd came out to the world and said he believes that teachers should be able to have firearms. Todd really believed in this because if something like this were to happen again anywhere else and them not being prepared, they're not going to be able to protect themselves in the long run. From Columbine then and now, quote, Research on the effects of armed teachers in schools is sparse, but according to an FBI analysis of 160 active shooter situations in many types of locations, an armed civilian or security guard stopped just five of these incidents. Experts who are critical of teachers carrying guns say that this trend could result in dangerous situations such as accidental firings and gun thefts all in the name of solving a problem that is rare. Mass shootings account for less than 2% of gun deaths in the U.S., end quote. This is showing us that having armed teachers or armed security guards at the school is going to make a change for the better. Todd is in 100% agreement to make a move on this and get schools more protected. The story of odd... Evan Todd opened eyes of many people and other survivors on how strong he is and how good he dealt with his situation and coming out to help others and make a movement on how to make schools a more safe place really brightened someone's eyes because not just anyone could go through that and support others the way that Evan Todd does. Next, we are going to cover how did the community heal from the Columbine Massacre. How did the community heal from the Columbine Massacre? Many families had a hard time dealing with the fact of losing a loved one or having a loved one go through a school shooting. From ABC News, quote, Tom Marser's son, Daniel, was killed that day. He now wears his son's shoes on his mission to keep guns out of the hands of criminals. He said he met the Krebs and the Harrys and afterwards felt that it was a big relief that it helped turn anger into understanding. Moiser wearing his son's shoes is a big step to healing. He is keeping him with us and using him as an empowerment to make this world a better and safer place for everyone. Mouser 
lost his son and wants to bring awareness. He is not looking for revenge. He is looking for a solution because he does not want any other families to go through what him and his family went through losing their son. Daniel was a good kid according to all of his teachers. It was a really tragic event. He was one of the 15 people that got killed that day. The healing process started with the survivors that got killed that day. Them making a choice of standing up and fighting for better or sitting down and living with the facts of what happened. A day after the shooting, awareness was already being brought. Parades, new cast, papers, and ceremonies were held all through the next week after that event. The community knew what had to be done and they did it. They wanted to heal the pain of the ones who were lost. They wanted to make everyone feel better and everyone to feel that motivation of let's do something about this. From telling the general story of the survivors to toning in on one to explain the healing process these people went through, it is just very motivating but also very heart-wrenching. What these kids have to deal with for the rest of their lives is just heartbreaking, but I am glad they're making it motivational and striving to make schools safer.